It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kiwi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts what it owes is powered by the on my feet network and brought to you by the up on game network be sure to download the On My Feet app on all iOS, Android devices, and be sure to follow the Up On Game Network on Twitter and Instagram at Up On Game Network. Enjoy the show. Welcome to One of Those, the show that explores the art of sneaker culture. I'm your host, Adam Butler, back with another episode. Thank you so kindly for being here. And on today's episode, I'm talking to my man, Chuck Keys, Charles Keys. Keys opens doors. Chuck is one of those dudes that's just in the know. He knows everybody. He's a creative consultant and manager. All right. He's worked with brands like Under Armour, Nike. He's worked with huge artists. He's in the know. He's got his own clothing company. And, of course, he's a sneakerhead. Now, the original intent of this show was to talk about how brands have been working with less athletes and more, you know, celebrities. Right. But we really got into a conversation just about the culture as this in these. It always goes like this. Right. We got into a conversation about the culture and about how brands should probably move away from celebrities and really get into working with taste makers and you starting to see true taste makers get involved and have their own sneaker brands, sneaker silhouettes, and just how much the game is truly changing. Chuck is, is a expert on all of these things. And man, I'm just going to let him speak for itself. But before I get to my interview with Mr. Keys, I'm going to introduce a new segment that I want to call 
I said what I said. Alright, so last week I had to delete a tweet, right? Well, I didn't have to delete a tweet. I deleted the tweet because um, I think it came off like I was hating and a lot of people were wrong by it. And for real, that's not the energy I like to put out in the world. I don't want to just be debating people just for the sake of debating people. So I took the tweet down. But the tweet was in regards to DJ Khaled. So Jumpman sent DJ Khaled a... Uh, Man, it looked like he's only about 400 pair of these. Of course, he has one. It looked like a, a Homage to Home sneaker. So the Homage to Home, the original Homage to Home was half half red, half white, Jordan 1. Um, I believe it's half red, half white. Yeah. So it was, a, uh, it was a bread and a Chicago mixed together. This looks like a half white, half blue Homage to Home sneaker um, that was sent to DJ Khaled. He said he calls them. And, you know, Khaled always making up nicknames for sneakers. He calls them the Aspen meeting that never happened. Right. <laughs> and, you know, again, shout out to Khaled. He has fun. But one thing I did say is, you know, and this is something Shake mentioned on the show a few weeks ago about seeding celebrities in order to draw attention to sneakers. And I don't think it works. It's not something that I think is effective. In fact, I think it's an archaic way to brand and promote sneakers, even a rare one like that. Why? Because it breeds this idea that is prevalent in sneaker culture, whether people want to believe it or not. I'm going to get to that too in a quick second. It breeds this idea in sneaker culture that there is a sneaker elite. And sneaker culture, in my opinion, like sports, like music and other cultures, subcultures, reflects the general feeling of Americans and the culture in a whole. People are seeing wealth gaps right now. People see an elite class. And it's never fun to look at. So DJ Khaled getting his hands on something for free directly from the brand that turns us down every other week and tells us we aren't even good enough to spend our money on them. You have to join a raffle to spend money. It's not a good look from the brands. In my opinion, what I would do is start seeding some of these YouTubers, some of these podcasters. And I ain't even talking about me cause I'm not there yet, but some of the influencers that really are driving your brand. Don't take them for granted. These people are doing the legwork for you. They are the people that are single-handedly keeping this thing alive by reviewing your product, doing Twitter spaces on your product, taking dope pics in your product, and wearing and buying your product. It's the people. It's always the people. It's not the celebs. I know celebs get cool things. Shouts out to everybody that tweeted me and said, hey, celebs get free stuff. Why are you tripping? I get it. You can still give Khaled the shoe. But see the influencer. I hate that term, but you know what I mean. See one of these folks. That's out here putting in the grind and really, really, really love the culture. I'll leave you with this before we get to our interview. Shouts out to Shakira on Twitter. All right. Shakira said this. You weren't wrong, though. This is after I deleted the tweet and I said, yeah, man, people misunderstood, misunderstood me. She said, you weren't wrong, though. Localized micro influencers quantifiably drive sales. Consumers are more likely to buy a shoe you recommend than a celebrity because of the greater trust and affinity. This is from Forbes. She's quoting a Forbes. So she's she attached a Forbes article that says the same thing. And my next guest is going to talk about this as well. So this is what I say to the brands, because other brands are doing it. I saw Super Bowl commercials with YouTubers in it. OK, this is what I say to the brands. Don't take your consumer 
for granted. Get with the times. The things you're doing look a little plate and it's causing a little bit of a rift in the community, whether you see it or not, or whether people on Twitter want to admit it or not. Your biggest trend is when the sneakers app doesn't work. And that's a fact. You can fix it. And I say what I said. My interview with Charles Keys is coming up next. Chuck, welcome back to the show, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank yeah, you for bro. Having me. It's always a pleasure to have you on. You were on um, the very first episode of the original what are those uh uh web show uh-huh. now you're on the now you're on the podcast um i'm happy to talk to you man because you are an expert when it comes to branding and working with artists and 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 really getting like you know getting their 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 whole package together right um, i had my man mike sykes on a few weeks ago we talked about how nba and nba stars you know what what nba stars are still moving the needle when it comes to sneakers Right. And right. And we talked about how there's some who, you know, there aren't many left. You know, what I mean, that is really the artists and the designers. Um, I really want to talk to you about why that is. Right. Why do you think that artists like Yeezy and even Pusha and, you know, um, um, Rihanna and people like this are the ones that's really moving um, sneakers and their signature sneakers need seem to mean more than, say, you know, uh, Giannis or LeBron. Um, you know, it basically goes basically through, I, I would say social media. So think about it. You learn more about Rihanna than you ever will LeBron or Giannis. They're not going to give you, but only a piece of their life, the corporate side of their life. Mm-hmm. People are buying into these people because they can actually see them move. They can see their life. They can see them grow the good, the bad, the controversy, whatever it may be. That's what's tying people to these brands because Everyone is attached to their phone right now. As you know, in the NBA, it's only so much you can really give the world because you lose endorsements. On the other end, these artists are flourishing from that. So you got to think about it. Bad pub for for LeBron is great pub for Kanye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You you get what I'm saying? Like Kanye can be more free because we expect that from Kanye. Yeah. LeBron, we know the version of LeBron that we know. We never see LeBron really mad. You know, he has his things he'll say on Twitter, but it's never a visual. You see LeBron cursing someone out or you can tell from some of his posts what he doesn't like or what he doesn't you know, agree with. But it's controlled. It's mm-hmm. a controlled environment that you can only assume what LeBron really thinks. Mm-hmm. He never goes too far left. He never goes too far right. And with the culture, people want to be able to touch it. Like everyone loves Rihanna because you don't know what Rihanna is going to do. Women love Rihanna. They embrace Rihanna. That's their alter ego. Some women, that's them. If they could be who they wanted to be, essentially, I would have done what Rihanna would have done. And it might not be, it might be a totally different situation, but people related to everyone now is an entrepreneur. Everyone now is a creative. What does Kanye represent? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it gives you a piece like, wow, I can be a part of that. And that's why it's, it's taking over. Yo, that's so interesting because you're right, right? Like I said, with well, Mike, back in the day, it was, hey, I want to fly like Mike Jordan. You know, I want to defend like Peyton. You know, now it's, you know, I want to move like push, right? 
I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be fly like Yeezy. Um, like you say, if you're a woman, I wanna be fly like like Riri or or you know, be uh fabulous like Beyonce or whatever, whoever the brand. And it's not about whether these brands are selling. You can say what you want about like Ivy Park, right? And how mm-hmm. it moves or what have you, or you know, Rihanna's collaborations with with uh, you know, I think it's like Puma she's dealing with now, mm-hmm. right? Um, but what I think is interesting is we talk about storytelling. I think we've moved past the point of saying sneakers about athletics for the sneakerhead and for the art collector, right? It's not just about athletics. It's about lifestyle and who's, like you say, whose lifestyle do I relate to more? But I want to run something by you, bro, because this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is safe. It's a place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For example, it's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who experience major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. Designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash GamePresents today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash GamePresents. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's not just the megastar that's getting the sneaker deal anymore. Mm -hmm. Rich Paul got a sneaker deal from New Balance, right? 
like he like he he had a sneaker like this is LeBron's manager, right? This is a guy. But think who, about it though. Think yeah. about it, Adam. It mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. The shoe. Look at how. Look at the aesthetic of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Look who it's catering to. He is catering to an older audience. Mm-hmm. Most people who wanted that shoe are older entrepreneurs, business like who want to feel like they have. It's like I gave the older sneakerhead a shoe that they don't have to compete with the younger. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I do understand. If you, you're yeah. not going to see a lot of 18, 19 year olds rocking Rich Paul's shoe. Right. Right. You got to look at when these brands decide to pick people, they look at target demographic. Mm-hmm. They look at what people make. And then they figure out how does it relate to someone else? Rich Paul relates to a certain niche that they want to tap into. Mm -hmm. Think about the whole New Balance craze. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves New Balance now. New Balance is the new it. New Balance had a better year, I think, than anybody this year. Everyone's using a silhouette. Mm -hmm. You and I know people laughed at us. I went to school in New York. They laughed at my New Balance. Mm -hmm. They Mm -hmm. laughed at my phone posits. Yeah, the same guys who are claiming that they started something, I know we did because none of these places were wearing them. Yeah, but New Balance had they're 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 targeting a target niche. It's like okay, Rich Paul is essentially the cool, successful dad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's black. Yeah, and they marketed the sneaker. It. Yeah, and they marketed the sneaker that way, as you mentioned. So that brings on the natural. The next question is: Is that is sneaker culture just growing up? Like you and I, we don't look at athletes and go, "Man, I wish I could, you know, do what LeBron does." We, we, we. I'm older than LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. I'm older than honestly a lot of those athletes that's on the court right now, especially yeah, most of the NBA guys, NFL guys. Some of them, I could legit be their father. I'm old enough to, I'm at that mm-hmm. point, but I am a sneakerhead. I'm still interested in in, in fashion. I'm still in, interested in sneaker culture. So is it that the culture is growing? And that's why I got like Rich Paul and, and others. And, you know, we're more concerned with like the the, the designer behind the sneaker as opposed to the, the face in front of the sneaker or the person wearing the sneaker. You're going to hate my answer to this because I never thought I would ever say this ever. Mm-hmm. Loving sneakers. I think it's dying because it became mm-hmm. too corporate. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is the days we used to have to go to the store to get our shoes. Mm-hmm. You had to stand in line, whether rain, sleet, snow, and go actually pick your shoes up. Mm-hmm. If you notice now, everything is if you have a bot, you're a sneakerhead. Yeah. That's not your culture. You yeah. know what I mean? We grew up watching people wear certain shoes. And it wasn't always the athlete. It was the guy you saw on the street. Wow, mm-hmm. I remember that. It's like when the first penny phones came out. Only dudes I knew had them. I was in high school. They was either getting money illegally or right. that first shoe was $200. My mom was like, you're not getting that. We're not doing that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. the first one, until you got to a certain age now, after a while, that's regular for a sneaker now. So mm-hmm. in saying that, you got to look at things like, I don't like the way the game is going because it's taking away from the inner city. And what I mean by that is I love that it's helping people that aren't close to these stores because it allows them to get a chance to get sneakers. I agree. It should Mm -hmm. be open to the world, Mm -hmm. but the culture started in inner cities and now they are making a lot of money off of our culture and we're not, we don't have the shoes anymore. Most yeah. of the kids you see yeah. now, unless you have a plug mm-hmm. who are really in the sneakers, they can't even get the things that they want. Mm. Unless you're paying $700, $800. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I think it's dying. But yeah. financially, it's not because right. in marketing, no one cares that it's dying as long as the trend of money is going up. They don't care about the culture part. That's mm-hmm. kind of like where we come in. We're relics because we yeah. care about the culture. It's the reason why I want 12 pairs of Jordan Cement 3s. Yeah. Yeah. I just want them because I want to wear that shoe all the time. Like, right. Shout outs to the folks at Sample Size. That's the uh that's the uh Twitter Spaces room that talks sneakers. Um Kari and, and, and Jalisa and those folks, they they do a dope job. And they brought up something that I thought was really interesting. It goes to your point. They were talking about this Kanye and um documentary is coming out on Netflix, right? And they were comparing it to the last dance, and they were saying, like, because last dance came out, all of a sudden Jordan won forced, all these sneakers just started going out, you know. The roof. And they talk about all the unique circumstances as to why they happened, pandemic, you know, Jordan, this and another. They were wondering if the Yeezy documentary will have the same effect. And some people d- disagreed and said it wouldn't. But a, a lot of people within the room were saying, yes, because of, you know, the, the, the little hype beast, basically, the the, the younger white kid. And, and someone said it explicitly. Um, the guy, the guys and girls is into Yeezy, not Kanye right mm-hmm. Yeezy right and that's a specific thing and they're and they want to be that person and they buy the big boots that Yeezy wears now and just that another that's not necessarily a street thing like you're talking about right and 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 so that's why I sadly agree with you and that was not good for me for sneaker culture to be going on dying because I have a business around it and it's something I love so my natural next question to you would be if it's dying can it be resurrected Absolutely. And it's never going to fully die. Mm -hmm. But what I mean is it has to go back to the point where corporate America is making so much money off of it now Mm -hmm. that they've diluted our culture. Because Mm -hmm. whenever something gets overly exposed, what happens? It damages it. Mm -hmm. We're at the point where sneakers are so overly exposed. It's a kid telling me about a shoe and I'm like, I can tell you when it came out. I can tell you I was walking in the snow to go get it. It's things you'll never understand about this shoe. I remember those moments. You remember buying a bot and getting it and not even wanting the shoe and selling it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean about it's not, it's like, it's the equivalent of like Supreme. Mm -hmm. Everyone, I remember when no one went to Supreme. Only Mm -hmm. skaters went to Supreme. Yeah. You know? It's another thing of when culture, it gets overexposed. And it's nothing wrong with a company basically saying, I've reached a point where I can get to my apex and make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But when you get to that point, it dilutes the brand, unfortunately. Right. But people who it hasn't happened to, Rihanna's brand is the same. Rihanna mm-hmm. could drop something tomorrow. It's going to sell out. Yeah. But we bought into Rihanna. And what I mean by that is Rihanna is the the total opposite of Beyonce, but people love the fact that she can do stuff that you may not agree with, mm-hmm. but I do it anyway. We're not right. going to see that from Beyonce. You know this and I know yeah. her image. Yeah. That's not what she does. Yeah. Rihanna's image is, fuck, excuse my language. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you who I am. You might not like it. You mm-hmm. might think about when she announced she was having a baby. That picture mm-hmm. went viral everywhere. Yes, it did. Because women can relate to Rihanna more now because mm-hmm. it's believable. Rihanna could be your neighbor next door, your cousin, uh, 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 aunt. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Rihanna mm-hmm. is relatable. Mm-hmm. And that's why it works. Kanye, everyone now wants to be in a creative space. Everyone now is getting their ideas out. Kanye is a genius, whether you like him, love him, hate him, whatever it is. He's mm-hmm. a genius. Mm-hmm. He should be honored. Yeah. I think no matter if you like him or not, 
And the reason why we can speculate and scrutinize his life, because it's on display for us to do that. If we didn't have social media, we would never know all these intricacies of Kanye West. Yes. And I think that's where we I think that's another issue of it's a gift and a curse because it's Mm -hmm. helping his brand. Mm -hmm. But in some cases, I think it's like we fought him for being honest. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he always has a reason for what he's doing. Even if you don't like it, it's mm-hmm. a reason. And I tell people all the time, sometimes you got to dance with the devil in order to get results. Mm-hmm. He's danced with the devil multiple times, but he told you why in long term, why he was doing it. Some people agreed, some people didn't. Mm-hmm. But I also understand when you're dealing with brands, companies look at how, okay, perfect example. You own a T-shirt company. Let's say you had Adam T-shirts. Right. You know it's a kid in Omaha who burns T-shirts. Let's just say. But mm-hmm. he's getting 3 million views every time he burns a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. You think that your company, somebody from your company in marketing will say, let's send him three T-shirts to burn. You know why? Because in turn, he's going to burn your T-shirt and we're going to pay him to do so. So he's going to tag your brand. He's going to do this. And it doesn't even make sense to you because you're saying, I make T-shirts to wear, not to burn. But this kid is going viral for doing this. And that's how crazy social media is. It's like sometimes it's like the people that are doing it in the most purest of forms never get seen Mm -hmm. because they're not giving you any shock value. Like I tell people now, everyone's chasing moments. Right. Everything because because of social media, people don't care about your progression to how you do things. Mm -hmm. LeBron James is having an excellent season. Mm -hmm. All we talk about is the Lakers are losing. Do we not realize he's in his 19th year and he's averaging 25, seven and five? Do we not realize how old he is and what he's doing? Right. He's having an MVP season. But the only thing we can say is the Lakers are losing because people chase moments. Mm. Even last night I watched the game. He had a great game. They got blown out, but he had a great game. It doesn't matter because people chase moments. Mm. You don't even have the same type of fans, how we grew up loving a team or loving this or loving a shoe. It's like everything is a moment. If someone, if Kanye wears an Air Max 95 tomorrow, that shoe will be the most sought after shoe. Yeah. For the next whatever time. If he starts wearing the red wing boot he's wearing is sold out now. Right. Yeah. 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 You understand? It's like it's crazy. No, it's absolutely crazy. And it's and it's, there's a lot there because it 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 speaks to who's pushing the culture right now, right? Streetwear, hip hop, sneaker culture, all all are cousins and close, very close cousins. In fact, they're brothers and sisters, right? And um, and and so it, it it speaks to who's pushing it, and whether or not they're pushing it to the right direction, right? Like you speak of Rihanna, I like what Rihanna's doing because it it reflects what I think hip hop and sneaker culture has always been about, which is not giving a right and doing things. It's authentic. Way. It's authentic. Right. And that's why it works. Right. Now, Kanye lies somewhere in the middle to me. But I think Kanye 
is a well thought out person, even though a lot of stuff he does is erratic. So erratic. So I realize I'm contradicting myself, but I hope that makes sense to people that know about Kanye, right? Like he knows mm-hmm. when he wants to put something out, but then also what comes along with his marketing plan and his marketing push is a bunch of er- erratic moments. My kids, my this, my this, I'm crazy. And you know, these type of things, right? That pushes people to want to be more like him and do things the way he wants, to, the way he would do it. If I'm starting a brand or if I have an album coming out or if I'm starting a label or whatever, I'm going to try to mimic, especially folks that aren't directly from the culture, right? I mean that from the cultural standpoint and from the racial standpoint, they may look at that and go, yo, I'm going to do it like Yeezy. And now you kind of pushing things away from where I personally think it should be. When we talk about stories, we start talking about Rich Paul. I think that's a dope story. You may not like the sneaker. You may not like him. I don't know why you wouldn't like Rich Paul, but you know what I'm saying? You may not be all that into a Rich Paul sneaker, but I think it's a dope story. Someone, again, in in another one of the sneaker spaces I was in, I'm kind of related it to like Kenya Burris. It's like, yo, I'm on my Kenya Burris swag. Like I'm an older dude, but I'm still fresh. That's what I relate to. To us, because we are right. at that transition in our, and you said it best, mm-hmm. Rich mm-hmm. Paul is from our culture. Mm-hmm. So we saw him come from this point yeah. to what him and LeBron and Maverick and all of those guys started to yeah. where he is now. So yeah. we're going to champion that shoe. Mm-hmm. His shoes now we probably would wear that we wouldn't have worn 20 years ago as mm-hmm. we've matured and got older. Mm-hmm. But one thing for certain, all the shoes we love from the past are coming back out. And we're all like, wow, because that's how they get us. Yeah. Because we're looking at our past yeah. and we're like, wow, that brings back a memory. These mm-hmm. kids don't know why they love it. Mm-hmm. It's it's with the Jordan fed. They don't know why. Most kids haven't seen Michael Jordan ever play. Right. Right. So they don't right. know what it means, but they may remember a lot of Jordan sell now because of Kanye. To be yes, honest, because Kanye people that take yeah. pictures from. Kanye yeah. and say, well, Kanye wore the Jordan threes or yeah. he had the fours on. Yep. Or you know what I mean? Like, so yep. it's, what you said is so on point because our culture is getting saturated by the, I don't want to say the wrong people because mm-hmm. everyone has a choice, but yeah. I feel like bullshit, I feel like we all have to focus on our authentic story. Yeah. And I tell people, no matter how people may not like my story, mm-hmm. it will be pure to me and I will give you the purest form of me to the world. Yeah. People don't do that anymore. Everyone's focused on someone else's story. Mm-hmm. And how can I relate that to my story to yeah. sell something? Because everyone is chasing a moment. No one yeah. is evolving anymore. I said that the other day. Like yeah. you have a show. I watch where your show went to where it is now. No one. People love it because they're mm-hmm. catching the moments. No one knows yeah. all the work. You, you know, right. that's what I champion. Like, right. they don't know all the things you had to do to get to that point because they don't care. Everyone's mm-hmm. chasing a moment because if that moment is popular, mm-hmm. it goes viral. Think about it. You didn't have to repost Rihanna. Everyone saw it. But how many people reposted Rihanna and ASAP? Because mm-hmm. it felt like a moment. You knew your page would get contact. Yeah. Now, if you're smart. You can relate that back to your own business and then come back, follow it up with something else. Mm-hmm. You got to know how the analytics and algorithms work. But mm-hmm. see, that's a whole nother conversation. But right. that's, what companies, that's what companies play us for. We don't understand that. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests we are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2 of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Yeah, because because and because one last thing I want to touch on before we before we wrap this up is that thing about moments, right? And to dig it, you know, and anyone who listens to this show, they know I like to have, you know, I, I almost wax poetic at the end of this show, right? I always try to leave people with like a positive message that I got from um the guest that I may have had on. And I and and I'm going to go ahead and tease what I'm going to talk about at the end of this one because it is about those moments, right? And and when you think about hip hop, when you think about sports, when you think about sneaker culture, right? Streetwear culture. It is directly related, <clears throat> excuse me, to moments. It's directly related to that. You, you mentioned that. And I had Shake on, right, um, a, a few weeks ago, and he talked about how, <clears throat> excuse me, brother. He talked, oh, about, he talked about how, you know, at least Yeezy's making new stuff, right? But to mm-hmm. me, it's a little deeper than that, too. It's, it's we... I went to Tim Duncan phones because I remember the moment I saw them. I remember wearing them. I'm wearing the one. I remember wearing the one silver one and the one black one to Colors Day in high school because our colors were black and silver. It was the perfect situation. I remember never having anyone spend that much money on me ever on a sneaker. And my aunt did that and bought me two pair. Right. So you put you do the math. You know how much that was. By the way, that's just the price of one resale sneaker these days. But, you know, I mean, the the, the moments you talk about the Dion's I got in my closet because I remember wearing them in all these moments. Right. Music moments. Mo- music is like a time machine, right? You you think about moments. Mm-hmm. If we're gonna save, if we're gonna bring the culture back, that's what that's what we have to get to. It can't just be 
oh, they re-releasing this because that only feeds us and that only feeds people that think, oh, I could get my hands on these and sell these. We have to be able, and so I think that I'm big on all heat ain't hype. That's my slogan. Mm -hmm. I'm big on walking into a footlocker and seeing a sneaker that just catches your eye. It could be the most boring. It could be the most unpopular silhouette you could find. But if it, if it pops to you and you like it and you got the money to do it, buy it because you're going to create a moment with that sneaker. And then that's how we get back to what we think. You think come from that. It, Cause I come, you come from, from the era of where we want to yes. touch it. Yes. I don't, it's the same with albums. Mm-hmm. I love being able to download it at midnight, yeah. but I need to read the album credits. To yeah. me, it's no better feeling uh, popping open. They're going to say you old, but it's mm-hmm. no better feeling than reading the credits and understanding what I'm going through. Hey, look at that what I got back album. there. Mm-hmm. I got back there. The light. Uh, yep. uh-huh. Good Kid, Mad City on a vinyl player. Yep. Okay. That's I need that. Yep. Yep. It will never do that for me. But okay. if you didn't come from that, you gone. won't understand. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I you I just do. won't get it. And so for us, they're going to say we're old. Mm-hmm. They're going to say we're this yeah. because they don't understand it because it's a cult. It's our culture. Mm-hmm. Really, we grew up directly. It affected us. Yeah. This is ours. But yeah. I also understand technology and I will evolve with it because yeah. I'm OK with that. Yeah. But you and I both know when you're looking at life a certain way, mm-hmm. but to a kid that's 17 years old, they'll run it down like this is why. Because if this happens, this happens, this happens. We came from a different demographic, mm-hmm. a different time, a mm-hmm. different everything. Like even pay phones, all these different things to me were nostalgic. Yeah. Like it's certain things that we'll never understand. People can't even communicate the same because they text all day. So what it is, dog is trust because like you said you mentioned nfts and and i think that's a great way you know like it's a trust like i believe that this will will happen i am projecting that this will happen right all we can do is be great ambassadors to the culture we've been there we've done that we're not done but we've been there and we've done a lot you mentioned me in 17 that's a great point 17 year old ain't had their moments yet some of the moments I mentioned, yeah, were from middle school, high school, but also had moments in college, also had moments mm-hmm. in my 30s and moments the other day. So for us, we accepting that the world has changed, right? Like, again, I talked to Mike Sykes. We talked about how back in the day it used to be NBA years. Now we're talking about how, you know, not even just celebrities, but but tastemakers and, and people that are just heavily involved in, in, in the culture are getting an opportunity to create moments. We have to trust the next generation. We have to be ambassadors and be able to trust the next generation to continue on and make sure the league still goes strong, right? You're going to get one. I see it happening. You're going to get a collab. Hey. I'm telling you. No, I'm claiming so. it. I'm claiming it for you. Because the reason why what I'm telling people is now, everyone has a target demographic. And I understand demographics very well. Mm-hmm. And you are reaching a culture at a point where other people, we're talking about things as well as moving the culture forward. I appreciate you, brother. I look forward to having you back on again because you're a dope, dope conversation, man. And I appreciate those kind words you gave me, man. I, when I do get my signature shoe, you're going to have you going to be the first person to get a pair. No, oh, it's happening, man. Oh, I claim right. it. Um, You know, you th- you speak that positivity and something yeah. and what you're doing. For me, that's a shoe I would want. You know what I mean? Like DJ Clark Kent had a shoe. Yeah. Why? It makes sense. If you don't know his story, you yeah. wouldn't understand why he had a shoe. But it makes sense. Yeah. From what you're doing and me knowing your story, 
-hmm. you're building the story for it to make sense. Mikey need to get up with you because I don't see you doing it with no other brand. Hey, hey I'm about to Nike, say, I might do it with New Balance though, but, but yeah, Nike, Nike New is Balance, yes, yeah. but it would be a tight <laughs> Nike for you. That's but nah, it. man, congratulations. Yeah. Whatever you need from me, I'm always here, man. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Appreciate you, bro. All right, brother. Later. Big shout outs to Chuck. Thank you for joining the show, man. Uh, thank you for believing in me and believing that I could possibly have my own silhouette. That would be really, really dope. So people listening at home, hey, let's try to make that happen. All right, hit Nike up, hit New Balance up. Shoot, hit any brand up and let them know your boy Adam needs his own silhouette, all right? <laughs> Before I let you go, um, and I'm not going to talk for a long time this time, I just want to really get back on the point of creating moments. That's something that I really took out of this conversation is creating moments, man. And of course, that goes beyond sneaker culture. You need to just be creating moments throughout your life. That's what life is all about. When you've gone and you're in the dirt and people are trying to remember you and talk about you, first of all, first and foremost, will they talk about you? That's up to you, totally up to you. And secondly, what will they say about you? What moments did you create? And just for your own self, for your own mental health, write those moments and they mean something to you. When you look back at it and you go, yo, I remember this, I remember that, I had a good time and I really did it up then. That's what's important. Create moments. Create moments. Create moments. Do that and everything will be okay. All right. Once again, I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Thank you so very, very much. Remember to mind your mental health, mind your physical health, man. Listen, let me tell you guys, I've been on a health journey for the month of February, right? I've been in this little health challenge and it's meant so much, all right? I want to encourage everybody to take care of their minds and their bodies. I'm telling you, you only get one of each, all right? Don't forget to follow me, MSR underscore Adam, MSR underscore Adam. Remember to follow the team, the Up On Game Network on all socials, Up On Game Network on all socials, and the On My Feet Network on all socials. Again, mind your health, mind your mental health, and please, ladies and gentlemen, please continue to be great. I'm up out of here. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.